This Breakfast with Ben's podcast on the Fans First Network brought to you by Gerger Construction. It's not too soon to start planning your dream deck. They build decks year-round, and they're booking into spring and summer 2024. Gerger Construction is a small burg business specializing in decks, pergolas, railings, and fencing. Fully insured, licensed, and now offering financing options. Go to GergerConstruction.com to get your free project estimate or to schedule your deck safety inspection today. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not as uh, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more know, doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Just a few weeks ago, we were talking about the Pittsburgh Steelers and the prospect of them being 9-4 and four and still in the AFC North race. Well, here they are now at 7-7, seven and seven, careening to the end of this 2023 season. And now, instead of thinking about being on the fringes of first place in the North, cue Jackie Moon, fourth place, fourth place in the division. And, well, I've lost track now. 10th, 11th in the AFC it's going from bad to worse to almost inexplicable. And joining me right now to talk about it is Mark Madden from 105.9 The X for this Madden Monday on the Fans First Network. You can also read him four times a week here at Trib Live. Mark, I thought that things had bottomed out after losing to those two horrible two-win teams in the Cardinals and Patriots, and yet somehow I feel even worse after that game against the Colts. Tim, never mind nine and four. We were talking like they wouldn't lose another game, like... Like they were going to wind up, you know, thirteen and four, maybe twelve and five, contend for the bye in the AFC, and and now they just stink. And we need to stop being afraid to say that because they absolutely stink. They lost the consecutive two and ten teams. They were not competitive in Indianapolis. Their quarterbacking situation is terrible, top to bottom. The coaching is horrific. The defense is unbelievably bad given the amount of money spent. I know a lot of people are saying their defense is banged up, and it is. Look at the Colts who went into the game without their starting quarterback, their starting running back, their starting right tackle. They lost their top wide receiver during the game. They lost their 
backup running back during the game. And then late in the contest, they beat the Steelers to death with 13 consecutive running plays using practice squad backs. It was it was maybe more embarrassing than the losses to Arizona and New England. I want to build on that point about the defense because I was blasting the defense in various forms on Trib Live, on Twitter, what have you. And I had a lot of people pushing back on me. Well, Tim, what else do you expect? The defense has been so put upon because of how bad the offense is. Well, I can tell, and the injuries, of course, the injuries. Like, they're the only team in the NFL that has an injury or two at the same position. Well, oh, Tim, the, the, the Colts offense was beat up worse than the Steelers defense. That's, that's exactly true. And that's my push right back to them, which is, I know what I expect, and I, even with their circumstances with the inside linebackers and the safeties, I can expect them to hold backup running backs for the Colts to under 170. I can expect it to not be 2018 again for Juju and James Conner. I can expect holding a horrific offense like the New England Patriots to under 21 points in the first half. I can expect Gardner Minshew under a QB rating of 123. I can still expect these things from an NFL defense, I think. Well, I agree with all that, and I'll go another step. Uh, They're not getting takeaways. They got zero against Indy. They got three sacks for lousy 13 yards worth of losses. They're not coming through with what they had been. They're not even as good as they were. They, They were getting splash plays now. Not so much, and certainly not meaningful ones. If it wasn't for special teams, the Steelers wouldn't have been in either of the last two games. Yeah, the block kicks certainly have come in their way, come in their favor. It's definitely helped them out. But uh, in all honesty, uh, even with those great tide-changing plays, they haven't been able to capitalize enough. And I'll go back to something you said at the outset, Mark. You know, Going through the litany of things that are wrong with this team, it's like, Anytime I send out a social media post, my mentions are then overrun with people fighting with each other over whether it's coaching or the players. And I am just not that interested in breaking that tie or weighing in one way or another with opinion because they're both bad. They are ridiculously overrated when it comes to their talent assembly and their coaching is terrible. Well, I'm uninterested in coming up with some scenario where if the coaches did this better, or, or this guy hadn't got hurt, or if they, you know, everybody wants the coaches to coach up, you know, the weaker players. This is just a bad football team. It's a rotten organization from top to bottom, from Art the second of the ball boy. It stinks. And, and to act like you can isolate some little thing, and if you fix that, it would all be better. Tim, this team isn't going to win a playoff game for another five to ten years. That's how deep the hole has been dug. At quarterback, it just underscores a point that I made a couple weeks ago after seeing Trubisky in there again. Uh, We are less than 24 full months removed from Ben Roethlisberger being the quarterback of the Pittsburgh Steelers. And honestly, Mark, they're 0 for 3 trying to replace him already. How about Ben's been made the villain in absentia? Yeah, I know. Because he tells the truth on his podcast. Stephen A. Smith said, well, you have to look at Ben Roethlisberger. It's his fault as well. You know, he, he's been gone. It ain't his fault. He was the only thing that made them halfway respectable, even if he wasn't great down the home stretch of his career. Um, yeah, I, I just, the excuse making, the acting as if they're better than their record says. When they were 7-4, and four, they were better than their record uh, said. Uh, they got lucky. They uh, won close games for a long time. You cannot do that indefinitely, and, and now they're not. 
Do you have any sense, any inkling that Art Rooney II would do anything with Tomlin? No, but I'm beginning to wonder a little bit. And here's the scenario, and this is in my trip column that's currently posted. Uh, the scenario that could make Tomlin leave, you know, not get fired, but just, you know, say I'm done and take off, would be if Art II would say, listen, we want you to coach, but you no longer have final say over personnel or coaching decisions, and we're going to hire the coordinators. Tomlin might take offense to that and then skedaddle, but it'd be nuts too because he'll never get fired here, I don't think. And you hear about him getting traded to Washington or Carolina, he'd have to approve that, and why would you? Those are two hopeless situations. I, I don't know. I, I think he'll be back next year. I don't think they'll take control from him. I think we'll all be amazed by how little things change this offseason. I think you'll see a, a, a guy like Leftwich and Tomlin Crony or Eddie Faulkner gets retained. I think one of those two will be the next offensive coordinator. My hunch is Leftwich. I think there are a lot of elements of what you just said that will transpire, that Rooney will try to step in and have the front office hire. Okay, forgive the interruption. Art Rooney knows nothing about football either. Okay? I mean, we want him to make these big changes. He doesn't go bupkis. Okay, I think he's proven that. That's why he stepped aside and let Tomlin take over the organization. But he don't know Jack. Well, when I say front office, I don't mean him. I mean, he will tell Omar and Andy Weidel to go out there and find the coordinator. Omar don't know Bupkis either. Omar's a bean counter, for heaven's sake. Like <laughs> a con artist made another great move, and now they just keep losing games, don't they? Yes, they do. I'm not trying to say that uh, Omar's a football genius that's going to fix everything. I'm just saying that I think that that's how Rooney will get involved here and retract power from Tomlin, but he's got to give it to somebody else then. I mean, what, what else is he going to do? Hire a president of football operations somehow between Omar and him and above Tomlin? Like, I don't think that's going to happen. Tim, I, I don't think they're going to do nothing. Mm-hmm. I think the pecking order will be exactly the same next year. I, here's what's going to happen. I think they're going to go 9-8. and eight. I think they're going to beat Cincinnati because, you know, Cincinnati's due to lose a game. It's at Pittsburgh. Can't lose forever. I think they'll beat Baltimore in the last game of the season because Baltimore will rest everybody. And then they'll think, oh, boy, 9-8, and eight, we're real close. And did you know Coach T's never had a losing season? I think that Tomlin is safe insofar as Rooney has leaned into that as much as any owner could without publicly stating it's good enough. Even if they go 8-9, and nine, I don't think you can fire him after one losing season. I, I think it would have to be we've got to give him a grace of one losing season. Oh, I disagree. I think he should have been fired a few years back. Well, I think that he should. I said I don't think Rooney will. Oh, no, I don't think Rooney's ever going to fire him. Ever. I think Tom will walk away at his own leisure. But like I said, the only thing that could make that happen soon would be if Rooney took away his autonomy. Boy, the trade thing doesn't sound so crazy, though, does it? But he'd have to agree to go to a bummy place, and he ain't going to go to Carolina or Washington. I'll tell you what I said in my call, Tim. They should trade T.J. Watt. They should trade him for two first-round picks this offseason, put him on a team that has a chance to win, do him a favor, and, and start to rebuild. But the thing is, the Steelers never rebuild. They never look past winning the next game. We're just worried about the next game. And, and I mean that extremely literally, and it's what keeps them stuck in the mushy middle. You think he'd still get two first-rounders? For the right team, yeah. For a team that thought he'd be the difference uh, 
in winning a Super Bowl, yes. At the very least, a first and a second. Speaking of winning the next game, who's going to play quarterback in the next game? Well, I mean, it doesn't matter. I, I always say that, that saying you would start, for example, in this case, Mason Rudolph because he couldn't be worse than Trubisky, that's always the siren song of the truly desperate, but I think the Steelers are truly desperate, so I would consider that. I think it's just basically giving yourself one extra person to be mad at. No question. And, and that's why I would just leave Mitch Trubisky in and why I certainly don't want to debate who should start all week because it doesn't matter. The Steeler fans and a lot of the media team just narrow the blame game to that position, unless it's Pickett because he's great. I wouldn't bring Pickett back at all this year now. Let me ask you this, Tim. Uh, they will. Uh, do you think they win any of these last three games with Pickett playing all the way through? You mean the last three games they just lost? You're seeing the last three games of the season coming up? No, no, no. The three games they just lost. Arizona, New England, and Indianapolis. Would they have won any of those games? No, I don't think so. No, I don't. I think they might have won one. But, but what's the difference? Maybe New England, if uh, he could have whipped up some of his fourth quarter magic, I guess, perhaps. But that's the only thing I can conjure. Yeah, and then they're 8-6 and, and still, you know, on the ledge. Correct, and then it's just a matter of how the tie breaks. And he ain't the guy, okay? He's not the guy. He's just not. He's a bum. All three of the quarterbacks are bums. The receivers are, too. How about Pickens? Well, that's another thing, Tim. I wrote about that in my call. I'd get rid of Pickens. I'd get rid of Deontay. I'd get rid of Najee. You'd have a worse team in terms of talent. You'd have a better locker room. Let's give the Steelers a chance to be the Steelers again. you got Pickens quitting on that play, that Jalen Warren run. Deontay quit on that play uh, in a prior game, and Nazi clearly doesn't want to be there. If there was a transfer portal, Tim, all three of them guys would be in it. Mark Madden with us. Listen to him on 105.9 The X, Monday through Friday, 3 until 6. You could also read him four times a week at Trib Live. And then we turned over to the Penguin game, and boy, that was much better, huh? Well, they're in about the same spot as the Steelers. The difference is that I think the general manager will at some point figure that this team's done winning, this core, and then make decisions accordingly. And I think that'll start with trading Jake Gensel at this year's deadline. Do you think by trading Jake Gensel at the deadline, what is that like, disrupt or anger the core to the point that they'd be willing to waive no movement clauses too? I think at the end of this year, you say to them, look, we're rebuilding. What do you want to do? And what if they say we want to stay? Then you keep them because they have no movement clauses. <laughs> um, so you're you're basically... You see, I wouldn't re-sign Jake even if you thought you could still win, Tim. Because he's 29, he's a little guy, he's been beat up a lot. And I think he's a Sid creation to some degree in the first place. And I think he will be a Sid creation even more moving forward, if that makes sense. It does. Are you essentially saying he's better here than he's going to be anywhere else? Yes, for sure. More so moving forward. I'm done with the whole, okay, this is the moment that turns them around. This is the game that inspires them. This is the galvanizing win. Uh, We heard that after the Vegas win. We heard it after the Colorado win. Uh, We could have assigned that or ascribed that after the Montreal comeback and the 12-round shootout. And then they just 
crap the next game away or they go into a four-game losing streak. It's just it's not going to happen that way, Mark. They're not going to have this lightning bolt moment to turn them around, I don't think. No, they're not. They just are what they are. And that Montreal game, I had somebody ask me if that was the turning point. I said to them, if it was the turning point in the middle of the shootout, I wouldn't have been there with my head in my hand saying, make it stop, make it stop. <laughs> I mean, my God, was that awful. What a display of, of unskill. Yeah, you want to get away from the shootout I heard in your show, right? You want to go back to ties? Yeah, it's it's, it's uh, served its purpose. So is the three-on-three, Tim. Uh, the shootout's carny in the first place, and I'm just tired of it. And uh, the three-on-three's been over-strategized to the point where what was supposed to be a really fast uh, advertisement for hockey has just been slowed down to, to nothingness. Uh, I would go 10 minutes to four-on-four overtime. And if it's still a tie, it's a tie, period. I'm fine with the shootout. I like the shootout. I've never liked three-on-three. I've always felt that three-on-three is an even bigger fabrication than what the shootout is because occasionally in games, you'll see breakaways. You almost never see three-on-three. Well, you know what sucks most from the home team's point of view, Tim? Do you know the Penguins never practice shootouts or three-on-three? I don't attend a lot of practices anymore. I know it wasn't like when Biles was I know that for those who do. And, like, they should have a shootout specialist on the fourth line. You don't need this 200-foot monument to responsible hockey on the fourth line. You need Eric Christensen. Well, Marco, this is going wrong, but I'm sure the Pirates will spend themselves back into competitiveness. Yeah, they haven't got nobody, have they? Except the fat guy. <laughs> Did they He's have a whole a... lot of rowdy, Tim. Going to tell you a story about a fat guy I know. When it comes to hitting, he steals the show. Like, there's a fetish thing going on with Charrington and uh, hefty first baseman. Like, G-Man Choi and Carlos Santana and now this guy. There's That's weird <laughs> after a while. It's like... Oh, Vogelbach, too. I think Vogelbach, it's yes. Thing. Tim, it's a sumo culture. They pay by the pound over there. <laughs> Mark Madden, he is on Monday through Friday. Make sure you check him out on 105.9 The X3 until 6 and read him four times a week at Trib Live. And don't forget, we've got Madden Ben's Unfiltered coming up on Monday morning at 9.30. Lots to get to from the what, NFL. The, the, what? Roller pig? Are you nuts? <laughs> this is Trib Live. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. 
Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.